Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. We are recording in Silver Spring, Maryland, and are so glad that you can join us. Gitten Pei Gimel, Gitten 83a, pagination is 165, starting from the Gemara at the end of a line, about eight lines from the top at the two dots. The Gemara here is making reference to the Mishnah on the previous page, Pebez Ahmed Aleph, 82a, where in the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer argued on the Chachamim. In our session, we only mentioned the Chachamim's position, and we're going to now consider the dissenting opinion. The case over there was, Hareat Muteres Lechal Adam, a man says to his wife regarding the get that he's giving her, you should be permitted to everybody, Ella Leploni, except for a certain person that he's putting a restriction on her that she cannot marry him. Now, if that person was somebody that she was anyway totally forbidden to marry and Kedushin would never work, such as her father, so then the condition or whatever he's saying is meaningless and the get is fine. The problem is, if he's restricting her from somebody that she would otherwise be permitted to halachically, he has it in for this guy, or something like that, and he says, I'm giving you a get, but it doesn't work regarding that person. So he's not totally freeing her. Keep in mind that had he worded it as an almanas on a condition, a person can make loads of different types of conditions, and indeed the get, the divorce, would be conditional, such as, he could say, on condition that you give me a thousand dollars, on condition that you go to Niagara Falls within the next 30 days. There are lots of conditions. He can make a condition on condition that you never marry that person. However, he did not word it as a condition. He worded it as an intrinsic fact of the get itself. That the get is not freeing her, not just conditional. It's not freeing her regarding that person. The Chachamim rule, Eno get, it's not a good get. And that's the opinion that we presented in the previous session. However, there is a dissenting opinion in the Mishnah, and that opinion is that of Rabbi Eliezer, who is Matir, who says that it works as a get. The Gemara is going to describe the tremendous surprise, the tremendous objection that the other Talmidei Chachamim of the generation had to this ruling of Rabbi Eliezer who said that such a get is good. Again, the case is not as a condition, but rather he's not freeing her as far as this person goes. Is that a get or not? Tanara Bonon, we learnt. La'acha petirasa she Rabbi Eliezer, after Rabbi Eliezer was nifter, passed away, 
There was a gathering of four elders of the generation to respond to his ruling and object to it. And this is the list. Rabbi Yossi HaGalili was there, Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Elozeb and Azaria, and Rabbi Akiva. You will ne- recognize these names. These are famous names of Tamide Chachamim of the Mishnah time period. They, in fact, almost exactly the same group were present in the story of the Haggadah just after Manishtana, two paragraphs later, the story of the Tamide Chachamim that spent the night together, the night of the Seder, discussing Yitzias Mitzrayim, the Exodus. And over there also we have Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfin. And in that case, it's Rabbi Yehoshua, not as in this case, Rabbi Yosia Glili, a different Talmud Chacham of the generation, and Rabbi Eliezer. So we're familiar with these personalities. And each of them in our Gemara is going to object to this ruling of Rabbi Eliezer, who said that it's a good get. Let's drop down. The first word on the line is Krisus, and then Ne'ene. We're about six lines from where the lines get wide. And we'll do the objection of Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah. Ne'ene Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah Omar. Krisus, the Pasuk describes a get as a Sefer Krisus, a document that will cut off, sever the relationship between husband and wife. Something that cuts between him and her. It's clear from such a pasuk, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah says, that you have to rule in such a case that it's not a get. As Rashi explains, They're still connected. He's forbidding her through his marriage on that other person. And this is an area where it becomes a little bit more clear to us the difference between an almanas, a condition, and intrinsic to the get. When you have an almanas, a condition, what is forbidding the person from whatever it is? That's the condition. The get was a good get, but it was conditional. Over here, what's forbidding her to this man is not a condition. What's forbidding her is she's not divorced from her first husband as far as this man goes. It's actually a result of the first marriage still being present. Says Rabbi ben Azariah, that's not a get. Okay. Let's continue with the objection of Rabbi Akiva. Nene Rabbi Akiva ve'omar. Let's consider a possibility that after this odd divorce that excluded one person, she went and married some person. 
and she has children from that second man, and that marriage terminated either with the death of that husband or he divorces her, regular get. And imagine she would now get married to the man that the first husband forbade. And he said that his get is a get for everybody except for this man. The result would be that the get turns out not to be a good get. Her children from the second man are going to be mamzerim because it turns out that she was never divorced. Says Rabbi Akiva, you could follow the logic of what's going on here and it makes a lot of sense. But the real conclusion, Rabbi Akiva says, is The real result of all that logic is that the original get, even as it stood regarding the second man, it was never really a get. Because a get has to be something that truly severs the relationship definitively between husband and wife, not something that's going to have to be revisited if she ends up later on in the future doing something. And again over here, we have to caution and elaborate that this is different than a get with a condition. A get with a condition, you could have interesting types of conditions on condition that you never enter my parents' home again. And if she would, she would invalidate the get. That doesn't mean that we can't do gitten on condition. The problem over here is that the get is not just conditional. The get intrinsically never freed her from that first marriage. And in such a case, Rabbi Akiva says, it's not a get to begin with. Dover Acher, another consideration. Imagine a scenario that the person who was identified by the first husband, not to marry that man, was a Kohen. And then that first man dies. So we have a fascinating brain teaser here. She would have the status of a widow regarding that man. And a Kohen is allowed to marry a widow. But the get is a valid get as far as everybody else goes. Any other coin, for example, would not be allowed to marry her because a coin is not allowed to marry a divorced woman. So, if that identified person is a coin and marries her, he undoes the get to the point that the reason she's free to marry whoever she wants is because she was actually married until the death of her husband and she has the status of a widow. By marrying her, he can invalidate the get from the beginning and she ends up being only a widow and he can marry her. And Rabbi Akiva develops it and says that doesn't make sense that such a thing could be true.
In any case, we have a number of objections to Rabbi Lazar's ruling. The Gemara tells us that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah's is the best objection, which was the first one that we did, which is It has to cut, it has to sever the tie. And what's happening over here is that she's still married to the first husband as far as this second man goes, which means it's not a get for anybody. However, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said, You can't respond to the lion after he's dead. In other words, if Rabbi Eliezer was alive, he could possibly respond to your objections. And therefore, as much as you can object to his ruling, and you don't have to rule like him, a judge has to judge according to his understanding, but you have to be careful and approach Rabbi Eliezer with reverence because he's not here. If he was here, he could explain his position better. And therefore, at the very least, we're appreciating the good questions that exist on Rabbi Eliezer, but Rabbi Yeshua's point is, you have to do it with reverence, because if Rabbi Eliezer was here, he possibly would respond to even your best questions. Yeshe thank you for joining.